Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of This Podcast is for Nerds. Today, we bring you another special episode that's brought to you from us, from you, the listeners, a brand new poll I put out to see which superhero you prefer, Batman or Superman. And while this will not be a direct recap of the movie Batman v Superman, which is, it needs the S for versus, but I'll leave that alone. We're going to talk about the characters, their entirety, their history, and kind of do a deep dive on which ones we prefer. Now, Calvin, between these two superheroes, which one do you prefer? Oh, I'm I'm definitely a, a Batman fan. Ah, so you voted for the Darkest Knight. <laughs> Fantastic. I, too, myself, am a Batman fan. And for those who are asking, my favorite Batman is Kevin Conroy, the voice of the Batman animated series. There will never be another Batman better than him. Interesting, yeah. So um, I'm I'm kind of excited for this new Batman that's coming out with Robert Pence, and I'm thinking he might uh, he might be my new favorite. I don't know. I saw this trailer, and I literally was like, this is amazing, and I am super stoked for it. I haven't been this excited for a Batman movie overall in a long time. I think, as most people probably did, the Heath Ledger version of the Joker made that Batman series what it was, but I believe personally that overall that's not a great movie. Interesting. It seems, but it was not a great movie. Did you did you like the the series overall, the Christopher Nolan movies? Uh not really. Oh man, this is crazy. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to we'll get to talk about this. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so welcome to this podcast is for nerds. Um, we talk about whatever we feel like and, and kind of go on rants and stuff. Um, so it's, it's good to, good to chat with you. It's been a while, um, for anyone that has missed some of the stuff from the past week or so, um, we put out a review for Borderlands three, Zach, Zach gave me a show of that game and I'm really digging it. And I think where it's going to be our, our Monday gameplay series, um, and we were also featured on the Be Easy podcast. Um, so that came out this week on, uh, on Tuesday. Um, so make sure you follow Be Easy podcast. Um, I don't know their Instagram handle, but I will, I will throw it in the show notes. So give them a follow and listen to the episode. I believe it was just at Be Easy. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah, I will. I will make sure that is in the show notes. Um, but yeah, it was it was a fun fun time talking with the three of them, and and uh, we get a little history into the podcast. That you know, if you're a listener of our show, I, there's certain stuff we get into over there that I don't think we've ever talked about on this podcast. That's true. They asked more about us as in our how we joined and how we decided to form up. It was actually a great time, and I personally enjoyed hanging out with them. And we will have a rematch on the office battle. I we I will not lose this time. <laughs> Spoilers: uh, We did not win, uh, but it was close. It was close. Um, yeah. So, um, just a few little things of housekeeping. Um, so it was announced today when we're recording this was the day before the release date um that the xbox series s and x are coming out november 10th and the prices are 2.99 and i think 4.99 right something like that what i saw the post i saw was the expected it was a it was a weird tag they put on it was the expected release price or erp i believe 
um, was two ninety nine for the Xbox Series S. Yeah, yeah, and I I, I know that they announced that um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla will be available on the Series S and the Series X on November tenth. Um, so I, th- I think that is the release date. And another another cool piece of information. Um, is that they're going to offer financing this time around, which I think is super cool, especially during COVID. Um, I think people are having a hard time getting, you know, $500 together for a new console, Um, having an option to pay $35 a month for two years or whatever. I think that's awesome. Which also gives a, it also gives you a chance to have insurance put on your console as well, especially considering the fact that, you know, the first gen of any, you know, um, first generations of any anything really in my mind, that's where the huge quality assurance issues come in that you find because instead of people game testing for however many times they hours they've done it, now they have people who have spent like or avid gamers who are going to burn through the processors. So I think it's great to see that they're having a, a uh, option to finance because I think that helps bolster the insurance behind it anyway. And plus, if you're an Xbox Live user, you're already paying that monthly subscription for Game Pass. And if you're not, you should because we play games on Game Pass and it's awesome. But I, I will say, did you see the, the other Game Pass news that was announced today? I did not. So coming this holiday, um, Game Pass Ultimate subscribers, so those that pay for Game Pass on Xbox and PC, um, which is, I think, $15 a month or whatever, will also be getting EA Access included at no extra cost. That is awesome. Yeah, so you'll get all the the latest sports games if you're interested in that. The Mass Effect series is on there. what else is on there? Um, they, I mean, they've got quite the quite the catalog. Sims, if you're into the Sims, I really like the Sims. Um, so yeah, I, th- that was just announced today. I'm looking forward to replaying a game that I love, and it's Need for Speed Most Wanted. And there is a version that came out for Xbox, but it wasn't as good as the um, PlayStation version. Or yeah, it was the PlayStation version. So I'm super stoked to play that, and that's on EA Access as EA Access as well. So I'm down to get back to that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I guess we can uh, we can get into it unless you have uh, anything else you want to talk about. Um, I don't. Um, I are you planning on getting the X or the S at all? Um, so I'm a I'm a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber, um, and so most of those games um, I'll be able to play on PC because EA Access is available on PC. Um, so I think I'm going to hold off. I'll probably wait. Um, it is such an awesome value, but I've got a decent enough PC to run all these games. So I'll probably do that for the time being and eventually upgrade. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see what PlayStation comes back with on price. Cause I think if, I mean, now that it's out, I mean, they've been kind of like waiting for one of them to release the price. And I don't know if you saw it, but the, the Xbox One S was leaked, the price. Um, so I think they were both kind of waiting to see who would release first and then kind of undercut. And I have a hard time believing the PS5 is going to be cheaper than $499. Um, I just don't see that happening. I I don't see it happening, but I imagine if it comes up to be more expensive than the Xbox Series X, they'll find a way to not only include a financing plan, but a perk with financing just to sweeten the deal. They kind of have to. Yeah, I know they were limiting the number of 
consoles in the pre-order to I think one or two per household. Um, so that's that's kind of interesting. There's going to be definitely a shortage of of PS5 consoles. I'm curious if there's going to be a similar situation with with the Xbox. I know pre-orders are available in two weeks. I think for the Xbox. I'm not entirely sure. I think that's correct, though. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm very excited, man. If if you were on the fence about which console to get, um, if you don't really care, I think you're a, an absolute fool if you don't put the Xbox at the top of your list. Oh, seriously. I I'm personally gonna wait because I've only had my one for maybe a year and a half. I think. So I don't. I'm not in a real rush to. Yeah. And I am going to kind of, like I said, wait for that first gen to come out, see what version of the Red Ring exists for this module (laughs) by the next generation that comes out. (laughs) Yeah, that's the smart thing to do. Apparently, the One S is going to be similar performance to the uh, One X. Um, So it's not going to be, you know, as good as the Series X. Um, Obviously, it's it's a lesser model um, and that that big black circle on the top of the console is kind of an interesting look. I don't really know why they went that route, but um, yeah, I mean, two ninety nine for a next gen console is kind of insane. Oh yeah. I mean, I, it's hard. I have to wait and see. I can only get speculate so far, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to, I want to touch on that cause uh, you know, it's semi breaking news and uh, you know, it it will affect the future of this podcast because we're going to play next-gen games at some point. Absolutely. So, so, yeah. All right, let's get into this, man. Uh, Batman versus Superman, not the movie, although I'm sure we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, not the movie at all. This is – so if, for those of you who are watching on the YouTube channel, um, this right now you're just seeing Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne interacting. This is from a movie called World's Finest. And my introduction to the Batman-Superman saga was during this time period and this particular universe of these two characters. Now, for those of you who don't know, the DC Universe and Marvel Universe has been spliced more times than a really freshly hot-baked Costco pizza – there are different timelines, different characters, different alterations, different <laughs> same kind of similar origin stories. But for the most part, there's so many different spinoffs from these particular things. It's really hard to keep track of like which Batman and which Superman you're talking about. You've got Golden Age, Bronze Age, Silver Age, and basically Golden Age Superman took a bath in the sun and came out as a god. So you really can't really talk about him as like, is he better? Because he's a god at that point. He soaked up the sun's rays and... That's that's pretty much him, man. He's 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 too powerful. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I feel about Superman overall. And it, you know, I will say I'm not like a, I'm not really like a big superhero guy. Like I watch the movies. Um, the Marvel movies are, are super fun. The DC ones less so. Uh, um, but yeah, I just don't know much about it. So I my viewpoint is obviously uh ignorant. So I'm I'm excited to be informed more about these um these characters cuz uh it's just very narrow. Like to me Superman is just way too OP and it feels like the stakes aren't really there. Um but that's, you know, just what I've seen. So um you know, it just felt like the Justice League movie like they were going to fail until Superman showed up. And then it's like, all right, well, so I know how, I mean, obviously, you know, they're going to, the good, good is going to win. 
but um, it just doesn't feel like there are any stakes with Superman stuff. There really, it really isn't. And the only time the Superman is the greatest hero, he's also the greatest villain, right? Because every time Superman gets pissed off, there's always this timeline where Superman is a giant dick and becomes a totalitarian leader and takes over the world. I mean, we've seen it with the Justice Lords. We've seen it with the Injustice series. If you've played that game, it's awesome. Um, you know, he's not a my feeling on Superman is that he's never been a great superhero to me personally because he doesn't know how to fight. He doesn't have to learn how to fight because not much can really hurt him. Batman, on the other hand, is able to not just take on some people, but he knows how to fight because he's been trained for forever. And honestly, I kind of enjoy the whole detective side of his storyline beforehand. Uh, Batman came out in 1939 is when he first appeared, I believe. Uh, Yeah, Superman was 38, so they're pretty close. Super close. And I think if you think about the time and where we were um, as a nation, or as I can't say as a people, but as a nation, you know, these comics, when they first came out, people looked at them for inspiration. And just seeing the evolution of these things over time has always been very interesting to see as far as, like, what the characters stood for, what they meant, and like what was popular. Detectives were very popular. Like gothic noir stuff was super popular. Batman kind of spins off of all of that. Um, Yeah, we were just at the tail end of the Great Depression then too, which is kind of crazy. Right? (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty nuts. So it's like a a sign of hope, right? Isn't that what the S stands for in his language? I think, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think the S is hope, so... So is he Hope Man? He's he's hoping that people don't realize how much of a bad fighter he is. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have much experience with Superman, so I'm excited. Uh, so what was the first uh, introduction you had for him? It's this series here, this movie? So it was like the 1994-95 animated series. It was a Batman-Superman split between these two characters. And they had a show that went back to back. So you'd have like one 15 minute block would be a Superman story. The other 15 minute block would be a Batman story. Um, and World's Finest to me was awesome because it was the first time I'd actually ever seen them interact with each other. Um, Cause this was before like the Justice League uh, had really come back out. Um, Cause there was Justice League that came out that was similar, I believe probably the same storyline or universes these two. I'm not really sure, honestly, because again, universal everything is really messed up. It's hard to figure out. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's when I first got into it. And you know, Superman was—it's like Superman was the sun and Batman was the was the night. You know, Superman was squeaky clean and wouldn't do anything bad to like catch criminals, but Batman was like, we got to get his hands dirty. You know. Yeah, I, you know, that's a good point. And it's something I don't think I realized until you just brought it up is, you know, I I think I look forward to more adult themes in superhero movies and comics and stuff like that. And I think that's why I like Batman more is like, he's not 100% good. You know, he's he's a billionaire and like his wealth is like built off the the hard labor of you know the working class and and you know he's kind of like this vigilante while superman is like this like pure like you know he's he's there's uh 
I don't know what's I don't know what the word I'm looking for is there's like I guess there's no gray with Superman it's like there's good and evil and there's not it doesn't feel like there's that much in between where with Batman I feel like there is that gray well that's the thing too I always laugh because Bat Superman is he's an easy target for repressed anger <laughs> yeah you know I think the premise of the first episode of the Justice League show was that you know the world's always in needs help and Superman's like look I'm just one person I cannot do this and I was like wow that was like a pretty way to interesting way to start that and then you know watching him have to interact with people where he has to or actually all these solo heroes have to learn how to rely on each other which is actually pretty interesting and something that I wish was pulled off in the uh <laughs> movie <laughs> Yeah. um, Do you know of any of like his, so like one thing we have to kind of get into is the, the enemies of these superheroes. Um, I feel like I know way more about Batman's enemies than I do Superman's. Like the only Superman enemy I know of is uh, what's the bald guy. What dark side Uh, Lex Luthor and like Brainiac, I guess. Uh, those two actually so it's funny i actually added some villains on this what we're seeing right now is gameplay from arkham knight um where he took on the best version of scarecrow to me on the batman side but i didn't actually add lex luthor as one of the enemies i chose for superman because he's kind of boring he's just some he's batman but just stupid (laughs) i mean he's got all the access to the kryptonite right yeah he's just he has money but he he doesn't can't figure out how to like He's supposed to have like this god level intellect, but he's kind of an idiot. <laughs> care about Lex. He was like my least exciting, like cool, some dude in a boardroom. So what you see right now is Lobo, which is one of my favorite Superman villains. Uh, Lobo is a space pirate who basically is as strong as Superman because we forget Superman's an alien. So there's other aliens out there who can kick, kick Kryptonians' asses. And I so I liked whenever Superman actually had to actually fight and not go up against like these humans in a jumpsuit. He actually had to like put a little bit of backbone into what he was doing in order to actually like not die. So Lobo is a space pirate who is one of my favorite villains so against Superman, as well as Doomsday. Doomsday, I think, made an appearance in the movie, but he is actually the one credited for quote unquote killing Superman. Oh yeah, there was that whole comic where Superman died, right? Yeah, I mean, died to stretch, but yeah, that's basically <laughs> been a recurring theme is that Doomsday is like, because Doomsday is basically made from Kryptonian blood, so he is like supposed to be the perfect counter to Superman. Yeah, so he showed up in Batman v Superman, but I don't remember there being like that much of a struggle. Like Wonder Woman showed up, that sick guitar riff came in, um, and then they like, they they killed him. Um, which I guess happens in in all superhero movies but it didn't feel like I guess I didn't realize that Doomsday was the 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 guy that killed Superman like that would have been that would have been kind of cool I would have been down with them you know killing Superman really early in this like DC extended universe yeah and I mean like they don't talk about that and I don't know I feel like they, the movies do a big deal of fan service for the, uh, the you know they do a big deal of fan service. So it's like, oh, yeah, Doomsday's gonna be in the movie. So fans go watch it. And they're like, oh, this is, this is it. <laughs> 
Like Doomsday is, I would have to say, as far as like Superman's Rose Gallery, because you get into all these aliens and everything, I'd have to say, like people would say, oh, let's Lex Luthor. I'm like, ah, whatever. It's it's not, and it's a human. If, if Superman really wanted to just ice this dude, he could, which is something that does happen during the Justice Lord saga, where Superman is just like tired of Lex's bullshit, basically, and just fries him. <laughs> oh, so Lex is dead in that. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I I guess I don't know. My exposure to Superman, like, I didn't really have any. Like, I never saw the, like, TV series. I mean, this is cool. Like, I didn't know that there were, like, all these other aliens that could could defeat him. That makes it more interesting for sure. And I love how, like, there's... <laughs> I love how much, how many more tan people exist in this universe. That's all, all the crowd is. Yeah. Oh yeah, they all are. Yeah. There's like, there's like one pasty white person. <laughs> and it's Lobo. <laughs> yeah. And it's Lobo. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love his design. He looks like he was from some like eighties metal band. Oh dude. And the way he talks, he's the main man. I'm Lobo. I'm the main man. <laughs> But you know, I'm a bounty hunter, and people want you dead. Like he's he's total biker, total punk, and it's probably like probably why he was, yeah he pulls out a crowbar to beat the shit out of Superman. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I th- I think Superman just won some points for me. <laughs> like he didn't even care. Oh, strongest man, whatever. I have a crowbar, and I'm gonna beat the hell out of you with it. Like that. Come on. <laughs> That's pretty fantastic. <laughs> Oh, and now we have Lois trying to defend. Which is, Lois, Lois and Jimmy, although they are useless humans. <laughs> for those of you who are watching, I just Superman said kicked in the face by Lobo, and it was hilarious. Um, Wait, use- so who's Jimmy? Jimmy is the photographer who works for Lois. Oh, okay. He's the orange-haired kid. Um, He's like Superman's or the super fans like pal and so guys kind of around, but he's just a useless human, really. Like, no business trying to fight and save Superman. Like, listen, if he can't handle it, you, you guys need to get the hell out of there. Like, <laughs> That's, I, I did not know this character existed, so I'm I'm learning a lot today. I dig it. Yeah, Lobo, Lobo, I think Superman, Superman, I think edges Batman out slightly for the types. That's that's a hard one. I would say Superman has more colorful villains because of the theme of how Superman is. Interesting. Yeah, I guess because he's an alien, it, it, it doesn't limit because like a lot of Batmans are like, they're humans or they're like, you know, modified, genetically modified or whatever humans. But with Superman, you can be as creative as you want, right? Like the sky's the limit because his enemies are aliens. And so any character you create can be something that's never existed before. Exactly. And I think what I like is watching Batman have to interact with alien things. Like just now, for those of you watching YouTube, he's fighting Darkseid. And Darkseid is able to shoot these crazy beams that are like... They, he calls them omni beams, and they they can just chase anything down. Batman's able to dodge it, and he's told me that there's no other being in the world, in the universe, that's able to dodge that beam from him. And so, like Darkseid, so that's why I get confused too. I don't really know who Superman's ultimate like nemesis is. Like Batman has the Joker, we know that that's the main dude. 
but yeah. I, I have no idea because I know there's Dark Side and there's um, Brainiac, like you mentioned. Doomsday is the one who technically kills him. Lobo is there, so I'm actually like not really sure like who Superman's like um, big baddie is. The only reason I included this clip for those of you who are watching is because this is the scene where Superman explains that he feels like he lives in a world of cardboard that he can never let loose because he doesn't want to kill someone. But when fighting Darkseid, he's able to let loose and give him his full 100% power into his punches. And that sequence to me was like, oh man, Superman's decided to be serious. But lo and behold, he still gets the shit kicked out of him afterwards. So <laughs> does that even really matter? Like, <laughs> I don't really care. Um, whereas like, I don't know, just I've always been down for Batman. I think, who's your favorite Batman villain? Let's, let's start there. Um, well, I think the easy answer is Joker. Everyone, everyone seems to like the Joker. Um, I'm a big fan of, and I didn't know this character existed until the Nolan movies, uh, Scarecrow. Um, yeah, I mean, again, like I'm not like a big comic book person. Like I'll read a graphic novel every once in a while or a manga, but like, I don't read comic books that much. So my, my superhero knowledge is usually comes from just like, I have a few friends that are super into them and they'll tell me about some stuff like like i'm, I'm familiar with batman's penis we've all seen it um do you know about that um i actually do not oh dude so there's a i think it came out like probably five years ago there was a comic a batman comic where you could see his penis um where it was like depicted in the comic and everyone lost their minds <laughs> I was unaware, actually. Yeah, that is a uh, that is a thing. Um, <laughs> that was a pun, right? You you meant that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I really like Scarecrow. I think he. I mean, I don't I don't know too much of like his origin because I haven't seen Batman Begins like since it came out in theaters, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like the like. <laughs> There's something I really enjoy about like cerebral horror um, that I think Scarecrow brings like the, you know, when, when he uses his toxins and like Batman's not really sure, like if what he's seen is based in reality, like I, I really enjoy that type of stuff. Um, so I think that's the, probably why I like him the most. I also enjoy, um, you know, Poison Ivy's super cool. Oh, yeah. She's, she's very cool. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't know if she's technically uh, she a she a Batman uh, villain. I would I would put her more in the villain than I would like hero. She's you know it's funny too. I think with her it's interesting because depending on she <laughs> she's like the Aquaman in that she doesn't care what you're doing as long as it doesn't mess with her plants. <laughs> oh, so if you're gonna help her plants, she's on your side. If you're not gonna help her plants, then she doesn't care. And if you're gonna hurt her plants, she will kill you. So, you know, she's really standing more for herself. And yeah, she can be villainous for sure. But I think overall, especially how she's been depicted over the last few years, she's like, look, I don't hurt the plants. And if you do, I will kill you. <laughs> yeah, and then my my only experience with. Uh you know like mr freeze is is arnold um it's the best still the best oh so good um yeah what about you what are what are some of your favorite batman um 
villains. It's probably one of my favorite ones. Uh, I guess he's technically an anti-hero, but because of his like ideology is so different than Batman's, I'm gonna put him in the villain category. Um, no, I guess that's not true. He is, he is an anti-hero. Uh, okay, I would say Hush. Hush. Okay, I don't know anything about Hush, so tell me a little bit about him. <laughs> Buckle up for this cartoon ride. Um, Hush. So hang on, let me double check something. I want to make sure this is the right origin story because this changes a little bit. Also, I want to make sure I don't mislead anybody in what we're doing. We're trying to be better about this, more organized. Because <laughs> it was it was a series that also ran from 2002 to 2003. It was a comic series. Um, where. <laughs> this is quality content right here. Editor's note, uh, we'll, we'll cut out at uh, 24 minutes. <laughs> actually, my favorite is actually Rachel Ghoul. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he's featured in, uh, in the, the Nolan movies, right? Yeah, I think it was in the first one, actually. Yeah, because he, like, trains him, right? You know what? I actually never saw the movie. Oh, I just, I just mean in general. Didn't he, like, didn't he do some of his training, Batman's training? Oh, he, it was weird, actually. He did some of his training, and also, depending on what storyline you follow, Batman has a kid named Damien Gray, Damien Wayne, who is the uh, grandson of Ra's al Ghul, um, Raish has revived himself multiple times through the Lazarus pits, and he's really, really old, but kind of weird, and, you know, the Assassin's Guild and all this other stuff, so, like, you know, he's a villain to a degree, but he's a villain in the family, so Batman will help him sometimes. Batman has a weird thing with helping you. Like, DC does that sometimes. You have some really weird, unsanctioned team-ups, just depending on what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What are some crazy team-ups? Well, for sure, like we're seeing right now, um, for those of you watching the YouTube, um, Injustice Gods Among Us, you'll have people all team up against Superman when he goes totalitarian and like just wants to wreck the world. You'll have basically villains and superheroes team up because like, yeah, that's not a good thing ever. We don't want that to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the plot of Injustice too, right? Or Injustice 1? Uh, both of them, technically. Okay. Um, so in the first one, uh, it was April Superman, and then our heroes get sucked over to that side to help take it down to Talitarian Superman. The second one, Superman's cousin, so Supergirl, uh, we find out that her ship got knocked off the course from Earth. She finally finds him, and then Wonder Woman tricks her into believing that Batman is... Uh, captured Superman because he was not being a dick to people and then she frees him beats up Batman and realizes oh my god I was tricked by Wonder Woman because yeah I don't get why but every single time Bat Superman goes evil Wonder Woman just like magically joins his side no matter what like <laughs> for the proud Amazons what 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 is this like <laughs> the hell's happening here <laughs> like all that talk of pride and you know being the saviors and the minute Superman goes totalitarian, it's like, oh yeah, let's rule the world. Like, okay, that's a, I, I blame writers for that one. I believe Superman, I believe one of them has more willpower than that personally. <laughs> so what is it about in your opinion, and maybe you'll disagree. Um, what is it about 
Superman that doesn't seem to translate well with audiences in film where Batman succeeds. Hmm. I think maybe he's just not relatable because he is too uh, too good is not the right word I'm trying to say. But like the whole Boy Scout image, that was great in the 50s and 60s when people had that idealism about like the American dream and you know being pure and good the whole time and not having to cross lines or question things. And Batman again, I think it's like not afraid to get his hands dirty and saying he's a working working class man's hero is incorrect because he's a billionaire, but you know, he's still, I don't know. I don't think people want to be whisked away by a hero anymore. Yeah, that's a good point. There's even a scene in the animated series where <laughs> Batman sees these kids like playing in the middle of the street and a kid by a car and he like saves one of the kids and just stares at them and they just like say they're sorry and like freak out and it's made of something similar. And they just go, man, what a dork. And it's like he flies away. <laughs> <laughs> so have you seen have you seen Smallville? Oh God. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. Okay. Are you a fan? I didn't watch it. No, I am not. Oh, okay. It it seemed to like be so well received. It's like of all the live action Superman content that exists, it seems to be I like the most successful. Tell you why it was so well received. And this is nothing against the actors except for that one who started a cult and decided to try and trick people and all this other stuff. So, Excuse me, what? Yeah. Uh, she knows who she is. Anyway. Oh, um, I think I know who you're talking about. It's the one that plays Lois, right? Oh, no, no, no. The blonde one. Uh, Allison Mack? Yeah. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Dude, that is insane whole other time but yeah we will that is a whole other episode please continue about smallville yeah go watch uh this is a netflix series about her and her little involvement with a certain cult it's called cults and some other stuff on on whatever it's on the hulu very upsetting um anyway haha back to what i was saying um smallville to me why it was so successful it was on cw or i guess it was called cw or the wb where i grew up yeah it was wb then i think Okay, cool. So WB, it came up with like Dawson's Creek and Gilmore Girls. And basically it was a superhero-ish show with angsty teen drama. So they managed to capitalize mixing people's like interests with superhero-ness and also teen angst and bullshit. And that's exactly why it was so successful. Yeah, it seems like CW has really cornered the market on that. Oh, yeah. And again, nothing gets the actors and actresses except for the one, Allison Mack. Um, but I think that they did well in what they were trying to do. They brought in an audience that was from different backgrounds to make bring interest to something that people normally would be interested in. Interested in. And they made nerds out of them, which is what we're about. I oh, for, for sure. Because I just don't like angsty teen stuff. That's that's really never ever ever been my thing so i should never recommend riverdale for a media club god i mean i'll watch it because you asked me to <laughs> it's funny when i heard that was being like announced i was curious because i was confused because i actually did read the archie comics a little bit oh no shit yeah uh, but i never like when i found out what it actually was personally when i heard about it i was like oh that's cool it's basically taking an older property and adapting it to the modern age to gain interest in it and that's fine i have nothing against that yeah 
Well, probably not. But <laughs> I did. Oh, it's it's garbage, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I always like when I always like seeing like I wouldn't say darker necessarily, but more realistic and probably darker spins on older things like that. Because again, Archie was. Archie to me was he was he just as a person was just a wishy-washy little prick. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So the way they portray him on Riverdale, he is like the perfect boy that is like juggles a million different things. I've never read the comic, so I, it seems very like puritanical type uh, type comic. But well, it's just one of those things where like they had you know. He he just wouldn't you know he wouldn't commit to one of the girls, and it wasn't that he didn't want to commit to both of them. And I have no problem with like I'm not. This is not a commentary on social interactions or how people choose to live. My problem with him is that he kept them both on the hook and didn't commit. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, that kind of pissed me off. I'm like, dude, you got two wicked hot foxes here, right? Now. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, in Riverdale, they kind of uh, spoilers for Riverdale. They um. Archie goes with uh, Veronica, and uh, Jughead ends up with Betty. See, personally, that feels like a good fit to me. Yeah. To, unless the show went horribly, I don't know. But I'm saying, like, just reading the comics, that should happen, and Reggie should get no one. Oh, you're a Reggie <laughs> hater, huh? <laughs> is is Hot Dog the dog in, in the comics? I think so. Okay. There's Yeah, there was a Hot Dog character that I didn't know about. Um, oh no i don't remember that in particular honestly okay all right well, let's get back on track if <laughs> was this is not what we're talking about right now i know not at all <laughs> <laughs> um but you know that's what the show is so okay so we've we've discussed kind of why superman has not had much success in film um compared to batman i guess um what is your what is your favorite live action superman film Ooh, see that's where see that to me is funny because i think that my favorite live action one actually comes down to like (laughs) the corny superman films okay like I think, it, which one was the one where he was able to turn back time? Um, I think it was Superman two. Oh, where he like flies around the Earth so fast he reverses time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that was Superman two. That makes me laugh because like it's just so impractical, and they're not even trying to hide how ridiculous that is. Oh no, I feel like they totally own it, and that's that's super fun to me. Um, I will say, Superman's armor in the new movies is awesome. Yeah, I yeah, I was gonna say probably my favorite. Um, and I don't even really like the movie that much. So it kind of speaks to my, my feelings regarding Superman. Um, I, you know, I think justice league is probably the best one he's in cause he's hardly in it. Um, <laughs> and he's got that ridiculous. Do you know about the uh, mustache gate with uh, justice league? I do. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> they spent all this money on visual effects to like hide his mustache from, uh, was it, it's the Mission Impossible movie, right? I, I actually never looked up what the movie was from. I just know that it was hilarious that they were like complaining about it and had to do that. Yeah, I think it was Mission Impossible because he's like a bad guy in, in the newest one. Um, yeah, he's got a... He, he reloads his arms in that movie, which is super cool. 
he re- reloads his arms. Yeah, he's he's so jacked um, that when he's fighting Tom Cruise, there's there's a moment where he basically reloads his biceps, um, and it's quite possibly the most attractive thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Henry Cavill, um, not that he would ever listen to this, but if he was, you can do whatever you want to me, man. <laughs> you better be careful. There's going to be someone who listens, who knows Henry or someone in affiliation with him. This is going to get in front of him. He's going to be like, this guy's a nerd. He just seems like the most endearing guy in the world. Henry Cavill is just such a sweetheart. We know Cavill's type, everyone. Sweet. Yeah. It's very swole. <laughs> swole nerds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, yeah, so... You mentioned the Nolan movies for Batman. What is your favorite of the of that series? Um, that's a good question. Um, I feel like it's... I feel like it's easy to, to say Dark Knight. Um, but I do think there are some issues with Dark Knight. Like, like they're in, the introduction of Two-Face, like, while they're also dealing with the Joker's introduction, that stuff always bothers me in superhero movies. Like, unless you're going to just have, like, a wild, like, six bad guys in one movie, like a Suicide Squad. I'm not saying that Suicide Squad's good, but um, I just think it, like, pulls time away, and, you ha- you know you only get so much time to like flesh out a character and give us their backstory and stuff. So like, I don't know. I felt like the two face stuff was kind of tacked on and could have been handled in a different movie. Um, but you know, I think it was always meant to be a trilogy. Um, I, I actually didn't mind. Um, I didn't mind uh, dark Knight rises. I thought Bane was an awesome bad guy. Um, and super interesting. Uh, the ending, you know, with not great. I wasn't crazy about the ending. Because um, it seemed like it was going to tease, like, a new generation of Batman. Um, and then that just never happened, which which kind of sucks. So I, I guess Batman be- begins, like, if I, had to, if I had to pick one. My biggest beef with, and re- actually the reason why I never actually watch, um, the reason why I actually never watched, uh, the what's it called the last movie you mentioned Dark Knight Knight Rises yeah Bane (laughs) Bane is from Brazil oh interesting I didn't know that yeah that's always Tom Hardy is not no no he is not (laughs) and that actually really bugged the shit out of me would you prefer that they it, at least Tom Hardy does like a Brazilian accent. I mean, it would have helped. Like I just, but nothing, nothing of what made Bane Bane was really present. So, I, as somebody that doesn't really know anything about Bane, can you educate me a little bit? Um, yeah, I mean, well, for starters, Bane, <laughs> Bane is a monster in every way, shape, or form of the word. But his big deal, what makes him such a threat, is not just because he's a physically strong fighter, but he uses this thing called Venom to amplify himself and basically give him super steroids the entire time. So he goes from being, like, jacked to, like, the Hulk of the Batman series. Okay. And so, like, that's why, like, when he breaks Batman's back in the comic, it's so much more impressive than just, like, the super zoom shot we get and the sound of bones breaking. It's, like... 
this giant monster has crushed Batman, who we all know is immortal and, you know, a human, just a regular dude, but he has, like, been handled like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say that is actually probably my favorite segment in Dark Knight Rises when he breaks his back um, and then Batman has to, like, kind of work his way uh, to getting back into fighting fighting strength to uh, to take him out. Yeah, I mean, as a, from a, as a physical sense, if or as in a rogues gallery sense, if Scarecrow is the most mentally uh, destructive villain that Batman has, then Bane is the biggest physical threat. And that's what I feel like, you know, those aspects of Bane, as I know as that character, don't exist. But again, in this lore or version of Batman movies, the fantastical sides of his character, his Rose Gallery, don't really exist either. So it's really just kind of like, I kind of lost interest in wanting to see another Bane. Yeah. But he gets a, he got to play, I don't think, Tom Hardy's a great actor, so I never want to say anything bad about him in that sense, but that wasn't a Bane I wanted to see, honestly. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't inherently disagree. I, I think Tom Hardy is, yeah, a great actor and, and does some good stuff. Um, so, you know, we're nerds. We, uh, we cover a lot. I would love to discuss the video games for both of these characters and see what you prefer. I haven't played a Superman solo video game. You didn't play the, uh, the N64 title? No, I did not. It's not good. <laughs> From what I've heard, I've not actually played it, so I can't. I can't okay, because I've never, I don't think I've actually ever once, I didn't know there was a 64 title one. Yeah, it was, um, what was it called? Uh, it wasn't Man of Steel. I think Superman New Adventures or something like that, I think it was called. Um, not great. Um, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> kind of curious to get your thoughts on also why they can't make a, a good Superman game, but they seem to make endless, incredible Batman games. I think it's kind of for the reason you said, you know, you can't, he, Superman is already kind of OP. It's kind of nothing you can really do with him to really, you know, enhance his powers or make his powers better or stronger, he's just kind of there. I mean, if they want to go with the engine that they use for the Iron Man or the latest Marvel game where they have Iron Man flying around, you have the ability to, but Iron Man gets parts and gadgets and he makes himself stronger or better. You know, this, this kind of goes with the lore of the game. Even Thor in the Marvel's game, you can say that he gets better armor, better equipment. Superman's just a really strong being in a jumpsuit. Like you really can't do anything with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of want to play that Marvel's Avengers game. I've heard pretty good things is pretty good. Oh, have you been playing it? I've been not playing it, but I've also been watching gameplay for it. (laughs) It reminds me of, I don't know if you've ever played, um, there was, um, Marvel ultimate Alliance, ultimate Alliance two. For the Xbox 360. Yeah, I remember that. It's, it looks like a better version of that, honestly. Oh, super cool. Yeah, it looks awesome. It looks like it's going to play really awesome. And I'm actually, even through playing through, watching through playthroughs, I'm not like, you know, I would still be motivated to play this game. Oh, wow. Okay. That's great. Um, games. It's a great gameplay thing we could probably do at some point. 
that's still $80 I don't want to buy it right now. But <laughs> there's a, a thing that we're going to be working on where we're going to ask you guys to come play with us, not just on Xbox or Xbox, but also on <laughs> on. Yes. Um, so there is a 2018 game that has recently just blown up in popularity, which I think is super cool. Um, it's called Among Us. Um, and it's a kind of like a whodunit type uh, multiplayer game. Um, it's free on mobile. Um, and it's five bucks on Steam. And there's crossplay. Um, so. Yeah, we want to play with you. So um, hit us up on our socials. That sounded weird. <laughs> I didn't mean it to come off weird. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, hit us up on our socials. Uh, we're at this pod is for nerds on uh, on Instagram, and this pod is the number four nerds on Twitter. Um, the Twitter doesn't get much love. I don't. I don't really put any time into it. But Zach absolutely crushes the Instagram game. Uh, yeah, and I'll be honest with you. Twitter to me is still a really new thing. I do have them linked together, and I wanted to post on Instagram. I'll post on Twitter at the same time. Um, I have to figure out a better way to get the media to post there because it seems like it cuts what we say in half and posts it two separate tweets. So I need to figure out how to fix that. Um, but I will. And we will. And it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, hit us up there and we will play Among Us. It should be fun. I think it'll be it'll be it, good gameplay. I'm super stoked about it actually. I'm really, really excited for it. And I'm excited for the concept that in a month from now I will have a new computer to run all the fancy things we're doing now, including video editing and Oh, you're getting a new computer? I am. It's time, my friend. Are you upgrading? I am upgrading. Sweet. What did you uh, What did you get? I well, so it took a long time for me to figure it out, and I think I want to have you actually just vet my choices for me. What you hear about that next time on this podcast is for nerds. Yeah.